Hi, I'm Heather with First Pioneers Federal Credit Union, and welcome to the Money Tips No One Told You podcast. Here at First Pioneers, we love helping you understand your finances better and giving you the tools you need to be financially successful. Here, we're going to talk about financial terminology, how different accounts work. We're going to share tips that make your financial life easier and so much more. Are you ready to dive in? Oh my gosh, you guys, I can't believe we are already at the holidays. I don't know about you, but it seems like this year has just flown by. And of course, at the time of this recording, it's almost Thanksgiving. So, you know, to a lot of people, at least we're we're right there. We're in the throes of the holiday season. Um, people are getting ready to um, prepare their Thanksgiving feast, maybe get together with family. And of course, then you have your holiday shopping. Um, a lot of people hit that in full force right after Thanksgiving. I know I'll be doing that. And, you know, holiday shopping can be a really joyful and fulfilling experience. Finding that perfect gift for someone or maybe there's someone in need that you're helping out. And, and I know I love that experience to just be able to maybe help someone have a great holiday season, a great Christmas, great Thanksgiving, and no matter what. Um, way you can help with that but one thing about the holidays as well though is it can really be an easy time to let your guard down you know maybe if you're really excited and you're just in the spirit sometimes that can lead to you being maybe a little too trusting um, and maybe we're a little more lax with our actions and of course on the other side of that you're so busy that you're just exhausted and what do you do when you're often tired and exhausted you're not really paying attention as well as you should so both of these are perfect examples of when we tend to let our guard down and it's important to prioritize safety especially when you're in these crowded and potentially hectic environments when you're doing all these shopping things so I've got a few tips of how to stay safe when holiday shopping. The first one is to plan ahead. So you want to create a shopping list of what you need and where you need to go to get it. And this will help you stay focused and hopefully um, minimize the time that you're spending in those busy stores. And of course, you know what's going to happen. There's going to be all these displays around of all these great ideas that if you're not careful and not watching that list of what you know you need, you may end up just buying more than you really need. Which brings me to the next part of that. When you're planning, set a budget. You don't want to overspend and it'll help you reduce that risk of being financially stressed during the holidays. It can already be stressful enough thinking about, you know, that extra money that's going out of your account that maybe you weren't able to save up for like you wanted to during the year. So stick to that list and stick to that budget. You can also consider shopping online. Um, especially if you're not one for crowded stores, that can be really helpful. Of course, it helps your safety, but it can also help your mental health. Am I right? All my fellow introverts out there, I think you guys especially know what I mean by that. But keep in mind that online shopping actually comes with its own set of precautions. You want to make sure that you're using reputable websites 
if it's somewhere new, maybe you've never gone there before, you're unsure of the site, maybe do some research. You could look at places like the Better Business Bureau, make sure they're legitimate. You can also just do a search on reviews or ratings for that site. And often something will come up and you will either see something to help you understand that they are legitimate or that maybe you need to be leery. And if you're just not sure, you, you may want to try a different way to shop and maybe just not use that site. I really find that if they aren't legitimate or if there are issues with them, that something's going to come up on that search. You're going to see where other people have had issues. And of course, read the good and the bad reviews and make your decision from there. I will often also check on their website, usually down at the bottom, you'll see um, their location and their contact me pages and even their return policies. And I find if that info is um, vague or maybe kind of non-existent, you know, it's going to a contact at whatever the site is dot com and there's no physical address there's not things like that that starts to be a red flag for me that I start to wonder okay who is this really so just keep those little things in mind also you want to make sure that the website has secure payment options so up at the top bar where it says the website name you always see that http comes before a web address right becomes before the url you want to see it say HTTPS. That S means that it's secure. So always make sure that S is there before you do any kind of checking out on a site. And again, back to the um, not sure if the site is legitimate. There are phishing emails that you'll get that link you to a site to shop. So you need to be aware of fake websites. It actually happens more often than you, th than you think. So if you click that link um, and you get redirected to another site, make sure that the link is still who it's supposed to be. I actually had that happen to a friend one time. She got an email that she thought was legitimate. She clicked the link and she thought she was going to um, a shoe company. And when she actually looked at the address of the site, once she got on it, it didn't read the name of the shoe company anymore. Um, and she hesitated, but she actually ended up making the purchase anyway, and it was indeed a fake site. So always check that URL again. I actually recommend that you don't click links out of emails. Um, I know we all get emails from different stores or different places that that send us you know their sales and what also if you know it's legitimate you know I guess that is a little different but I tend to just go okay um, this person sent me a sale and I just go directly to their site and if they've listed some sort of coupon code or something then I, I make note of it and and do it on the site itself versus clicking the email it's just um, sometimes it's a difficult call to make so just be aware um, that the site is real and again that that S is in the HTTP so that you know it's secure. So even introverts like me that love a good online shopping spree also occasionally like to actually go in person to a store. I mean, there's something to be said for it, right? To be able to go and actually physically see and touch the thing that you're wanting to buy, you know, actually see that toy and how it works or be able to touch that blanket and make sure it's soft and not scratchy. 
And how many of you have ordered something online that you thought was maybe a normal size? And then when you got it, it was really small or, or the opposite of what you thought it was going to be. It looked nothing like the picture. So sometimes going in person can actually be a good thing and can really be fun. So I have a few ideas for you if you choose to do in-person shopping. One of those is if you can try to shop during daylight hours. It actually reduces the risk of you um, encountering some unsafe situations. And of course, use the buddy system. Shop with a friend or a family member even. There's always safety in numbers, right? Plus, it makes it more fun. You also want to choose well-lit and actually busy shopping malls or shopping centers um, the people around can actually make you a little safer so you want to avoid those isolated parking lots and those isolated areas where you end up alone and could possibly become a little bit of an easier target you know you want those well-lit parking areas and again visible areas I find um, often when you have someone who's um, let's say up to no good they don't they don't want people watching and where they can be seen so that can help you be a little safer so of course just be aware of your surroundings you want to stay vigilant and know who's around and and where you are and what's happening you want to avoid distractions like you don't want to be talking on your phone or listening to loud music or things like that when you're doing that you tend to be more distracted so you're not paying attention and that therefore can make you more vulnerable and when you're done with your shopping you know what get your your items secured into your vehicle quickly you can look at them later when you get home you know what you bought just go ahead and get them in there get yourself in the car doors locked windows up and get yourself secure i also recommend that you don't sit in your vehicle um you know going over your list or counting your money that's not where you want to do that um, even with the the car locked and whatnot it makes you a little more vulnerable so get your packages into your vehicle and go ahead and move on to your next stop speaking of putting those belongings in your vehicle um, I know sometimes you're moving from one store to the other and you have packages with you so you just want to be cautious about what you're leaving in your vehicle especially if you're leaving it in plain sight you know if you have a trunk I would suggest in there because again it's not visible maybe under a seat um, you know because often car break-ins are people they're sort of looking through the window and if they see something interesting then that's when they decide to break in and they they grab and go quickly and of course if they can't see anything then most likely they'll move on but I mean even something as simple as um, you've dropped change or some dollar bills in your cup holder how many of us do that when we get change when we've picked up some fast food at a drive-thru or maybe you've picked up your medicine on your way to do your shopping all of those things can be inviting so you want to make sure that they're not visible also make sure that you locked your doors because I don't know if you knew this either but a lot of times you'll have um, folks just walking through a parking lot just pulling on door handles until one comes open so make sure that they're locked and one way to make sure that you don't have to worry so much about your belongings is only carry what you need with you you know bring your wallet make you know your purse but um I would be minimal 
um, once you bring with you, it's just less to keep up with. Um, and you want to make sure that you're keeping that secure as well. At the end of the day, though, the key is to trust your instincts. If something doesn't feel right, if you feel uncomfortable, leave if you need to go find help find a store employee find um, security at that store security at the mall you know tell them look I don't feel comfortable with this and that you need some help but always trust your instincts it's also recommended that you have your cell phone with you and that it's charged and ready to go in case you need to call for assistance in some way And especially if you're alone, you may also want to let maybe a friend or one of your family members um, know your plans, where you're going to be, kind of when to expect you, and then maybe just check in with them periodically throughout the day. So when you're shopping, I would suggest using cash um, sparingly. Um, If you're using your credit cards or your debit cards, those are much easier to handle if something happens to them. You can just call and report them stolen and and have them turned off or if you have a card that has um, controls on it which actually we're going to talk about that a little bit in a minute you could actually just turn that card off which would basically stop anyone from being able to use it at that point um, and of course if anything happened to your cash then you're just you're just out the cash But if you are using cash, please be aware of how you're using it. Don't pull out a large amount at one time if you can avoid it. Um, Because that just starts to show people how much you have. And it kind of just starts to make you an attractive target. You also want to keep your personal information secure. And I know we actually talk about things like this a lot. But it goes beyond just what you do at your credit union. You want to be cautious of when you're providing personal information to retailers, um, you know, small talk about, oh, are you traveling over the holidays? Or, um, oh, what um, what party are you going to for, for this beautiful dress that you're buying? Someone overhears that and now they know when you're going to be gone and they know that your house is going to be empty and they are watching you make all these amazing purchases that are going to be there now. So just keep that in mind. Um, it's it's great to talk with people and it's great to have those pleasantries, but just be aware of what you're saying um, and maybe be a little more vague about what you're talking about so that um, you're not giving away information that could be harmful to you. Also safeguard your credit card information, um, making sure those purchases are secure. Um, if you have to put a PIN number into a keypad or anything, you may want to make sure that, you know, People can't really see what number you're putting in. Don't leave your cards lying around after you've used it. Put it back. Secure it back in your wallet or back in your pocket or purse or wherever it is. Just be mindful of how you're using that card and make sure that you're keeping it safe. Another thing we recommend is check the return policies of the stores that you're shopping in. Just make sure, is it easy to return? Can you exchange? What is their policy? Um, Because you may end up with something that... Um, then you can't return um, and then you're out the money because maybe it's something that you can't use. So just keep that in mind. Just kind of know what the policy is before you purchase. And one more is keep your receipts. Save all those receipts and record any purchase details from, from the items that you purchase. It's just in case you need to make returns or maybe you have to report some issues, maybe with a credit card or something. So if you have those documents, then you're able to look back and um, 
produce those for whatever you may need. Just remember that safety should be a top priority during the holiday shopping season. Of course, we all want to get into it. We want to have a great time and just enjoy ourselves as much as we can. I know that's one of my favorite things about it is um, is going out shopping, like I said, and picking out that perfect gift and, and you know, taking my time to do those things. I really actually love this season a lot. But it can become very stressful. And again, it's really easy to let your guard down. So make sure you're planning ahead and that you're staying aware of your surroundings and doing the things that you need to do to reduce um, your risk that can be associated with that shopping this time of year. Now, of course, before we go, I have a bonus tip for you. And this is about those card controls that I mentioned. Um, More and more credit and debit cards are offering some kind of online controls for those cards. And actually, First Pioneers offers this on our cards. And it's actually really handy for a lot of reasons. So I wanted to go over some of these features with you. Um, to give you an idea now of course this is what ours will do others may may be different but it at least gives you an idea of um, how it works and what might be available so let me talk about the the controls for just a minute Um, one you can push your card information to the wallet on your phone so those of you that use your phone Um, to shop or maybe you've put your airline boarding pass on there and things like that Um, you know you can put cards in that wallet and then just use your phone to shop so it's really great you don't have to worry about losing your card or anything like that you're going to have your phone just use that for the transaction so it's really a neat feature remember when I said before you could turn a card off well you can turn it on or off and it's instant which is really neat. Now, of course, it won't stop anything that's pending. So if there's any shopping you've already done and those people haven't sent those um, transactions through yet, those will still go through. Or if you have any automatic payments set up on there, like maybe you have an online bill pay or something that goes off of that card, it won't stop those. But it would stop any new transactions. So let's say you're out with your friends and you think you left the card somewhere. Or, you know, like you set it down and never picked it up. Or someone gets a hold of your wallet. Well, you can just go in the app on your phone, turn the card off. Um, Some people actually turn their cards off kind of all the time because they don't use it that much. So they just kind of keep it off. And then when they need it, they turn it on. But it's just that easy. So it's really, really a great feature. You can also set transaction limits. You can choose what types of merchants your card can be used with. So those are really neat too. Um, Let's say you've given your child your card to go pick something up for you, maybe a gift, groceries, whatever it is. Of course, your child really should have their own card, but let's say you're giving them your card. You can actually set a limit on how much they can spend. You can also set a limit on where they can shop. So if you've sent them to Walmart to buy groceries, then you can set a category limit so that they can't say go buy electronics somewhere else, you know, like a game store or somewhere like that. So you can set those limits and those merchant types really any way you want. You can also set a location where the card can be used. So if you aren't traveling, you could set the limits for within your immediate area. 
I know I do that a lot because um, I tend to stay in this immediate area a lot. I don't tend to travel out of town very often. So I have it set for um, our immediate town. This way, if someone got your card or even your number and they were in another state or even another city trying to use it, it would be declined. And then, of course, if you choose to travel, you just simply go in and turn that off so that you can go um, wherever you're going and the card be good to use. We also have an option to have alerts sent to you. It's something you subscribe to. You can unsubscribe if you wish, but it'll send you notifications for all your card transactions. I actually like that one too. I have something set up to auto pay and they go to my debit card. And so whenever they pay, I get a little alert um, on my phone or my watch and I'm able to see, oh yeah, that transaction went through and um, I know that that bill has been paid and everything's good. Or if one goes through that I'm not really sure what that is, then I can look at it and make sure that it was indeed um, a proper charge off of our account, perhaps something my husband had done or my son had done. So that one is really handy too. It just kind of gives you that little heads up of what's going on in your account. A couple of other really great features. You can see your transaction history of up to 12 months. So let's say you need to look back at a purchase or an amount or something like that. You can look back and see. You can actually get a detailed breakdown of what, when, where your card was used. Um, this can include the location information if the transaction happened in a store. Um, if it's available, it can also include a merchant's phone number. So if there's maybe a question about a transaction, it could tell you who to contact or, or who that transaction went through, things like that. So it's a really great um, research tool if there's some kind of issue that you need to look up. But it's also helpful um, for your bookkeeping and for your budgeting. So if you're tracking your spending, um, it's a great way to maybe look back um, and just kind of see where your money has been spent, especially if you're looking to make adjustments in your budget. So it's a really, really great resource for information. Also, if you're choosing to use your digital card versus your physical card, it's often for an online transaction, you can actually see it on the app whenever you need to. And finally, card holders can set up travel plans when they're vacationing or traveling. So you can set up to two plans per card and you're able to place up to 15 destinations that includes countries or states per travel plan. So these controls and these features, I mean, they're not only great for security, but just think about general budgeting and, and tracking your spending and for convenience, you know, being able to turn it on and off whenever you need to and, you know, set those limits so that, you know, again, if, if you have children or family members that are using the card, you know what they're doing. Or maybe you're trying to help yourself. You know, you're trying not to overspend in certain categories or in certain ways. We'll set those limits. And then when you reach those limits, um, it's going to give you that alert. It's going to, um, you know, tell you that the card can't be used. And it helps you um, maybe change those spending habits a little bit. So it can really be useful in a lot of ways. And of course, if you have a First Pioneers card, this is all available on the app. And if you haven't checked it out yet, I really, I really think you should and see just really what all it can do. 
And of course, if you don't have one of our cards, that's okay. <laughs> but I would recommend that you check the cards that you do have, the ones that you use, and see if you have any of these features available to you with those. And if you do, get familiar with them and see how they might can help you out. I mean, many of us will be doing a lot of shopping and even traveling coming up as we really, you know, get into the full swing of the holiday season and features like this, you know what, they can truly make all of this easier and maybe help you have a little bit of peace of mind. And of course, you guys know, if you have any questions, feel free to give us a call or even come by one of the branches and visit with us. We are more than happy to help you figure all these things out. I want to say thanks, and we hope that everyone has a happy, joyful, and safe holiday season. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you found this information helpful, and we'd love it if you'd give us a rating. And don't forget to favorite or subscribe to the show. There are several ways you can find us if you need further information or you need to speak with a financial counselor. You can visit us in person in Lafayette or New Iberia, Louisiana, or you can find us at firstpioneers.com. There you can find out how to become a member of our family and find out other financial information. Be sure and check out the show notes for important links and other information. And as always, we're here to help in any way that we can. We hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time.